Soon or late, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Hey there, welcome to episode 2 of Physics Swag. So today we'll be discussing about vectors and scalars. So what are scalars? Scalars are the physical quantities which depend only on the magnitude of the vector and uh, the direction is not required for scalars. They are independent of direction. For example, distance, speed, work, mass, density, etc. are the examples for scalars. Coming to vectors. Vectors are those physical quantities which require both magnitude as well as direction for their complete representation. For example, force. Now vectors are mainly categorized as two types, polar vectors and axial vectors. Polar vectors are those vectors which have a starting point or a point of application as a displacement. For example, displacement itself. And axial vectors represent the rotational effect and they act along the axis of rotation. For example, torque, angular momentum all come under axial vectors. So in general, there are different types of vectors. We'll address them one by one. So first is localized vector or fixed vector. Here, the tail of a vector is fixed. So what do you mean by tail of a vector? Look, when we talk about a vector, it has a tail and a head. How do you represent a vector? It is by an arrow. The arrow has a tail and it has a head. So localized vectors have their tail fixed. So they are also called as fixed vector. Next is a non-localized or free vector. Here the tail of the vector is not fixed. Collinear vector. Vectors having same direction but different or unequal magnitude are called collinear vectors. Equal vectors. Vectors having same direction and same magnitude. Negative vectors. Two vectors having equal magnitude but different direction. Unit vector. A vector having unit magnitude is called unit vector. Null vector. Vector having zero magnitude. Next comes the orthogonal unit vectors. The unit vectors along the direction of the orthogonal axis, that is x-axis, y-axis and z-axis are called orthogonal unit vectors and they are represented by i, j and k with caps on top of each. Next is the co-initial vectors. Vectors having a common initial point are called co-initial vectors. Coplanar vectors. Vectors acting in the same plane are called coplanar vectors. Position vector. A vector which gives position of an object with reference to the origin of a coordinate system is called position vector and it is represented by symbol small alphabet R. The last but not the least, displacement vector. The vector which tells how much and in which direction an object has changed its position in a given interval of time is called displacement vector. 
and note that displacement vector is a straight line joining the initial and the final positions and it completely does not depend on the actual path taken by the object between the two positions. That means it does not depend on that actual path. It's, uh, it only deals with the initial and the final positions of the vector. Next, we'll be discussing about addition of vectors, subtraction of vectors, and multiplication of vectors. So coming to addition of vectors, there are three laws of addition of vectors. Triangle law of vector addition, parallelogram law of vector addition, and polygon law of vector addition. So first, triangle law of vector addition. It states that if two vectors can be represented in magnitude and direction by the two sides of the triangle, taken in the same order, then the resultant vector is represented by the third side of the triangle taken in opposite order. Second comes the parallelogram law of vector addition. It states that if two vectors can be represented in magnitude and direction by the two adjacent sides of a parallelogram drawn from the same point, the resultant vector is represented completely by the diagonal of the parallelogram passing through the same point. 3. Polygon law of vector addition. It states that if a number of vectors are represented in magnitude and direction by the sides of a polygon taken in same order, then the resultant vector is represented by the closing side of the polygon taken in the opposite order. Mind this for triangle law of vector addition. The third vector is the, that is the resultant vector is the, uh, is taken in opposite order. And for even polygon law of vector addition, the closing side of the polygon is taken in the opposite uh, order. The resultant vector is taken in opposite order. Whereas for parallelogram law of vector addition, it is taken in the same order. That, that also pa passing to the same initial point. Note that. Now moving on to the properties of vector addition. So vector addition is commutative. That is A plus B equals to B plus A if A and B are two vectors. Next, vector addition is associative, vector addition is distributive, and a plus 0 equals to a. <laughs> that we know, that's common sense, right? Like 1, 1 plus 0 is 1, so a plus 0 is also a. So, in general, vector addition uh, is commutative, associative, as well as distributive too. Next, we'll be moving on to the subtraction of vectors. So, subtraction of a vector b from vector a is defined as the addition of vector minus b that is the negative of vector b to vector a that is in in the sense a minus b equals to a plus of minus b that is the addition of negative vector don't get confused here i repeat a minus b equals to a plus of minus b next multiplication of a vector so there are two types here, multiplication by a real number and multiplication by a scalar. So when a vector a is multiplied by a real number n, then its magnitude becomes n times, but direction and unit remain unchanged. So this happens when uh, the vector is multiplied by a real number. When a vector is multiplied by a scalar, then 
scalar say s capital s then its magnitude becomes s times and unit is the product of units of a and s but direction remains same as that of vector a scalar or dot product of two vectors here the formula is a dot b equals to a b cos theta if a and b are two vectors this is the scalar or dot product of two vectors so the properties of scalar product are it is commutative it is distributive scalar product of two perpendicular vectors is zero that is a dot b equals to a b cos 90 degree because perpendicular means the angle between the two vectors is 90 degree and we know that cos 90 is zero so a dot b will be equal to a b cos 90 is equal to zero so the scalar product of two perpendicular vectors is zero next the scalar product of parallel and anti-parallel vectors so if the two vectors are parallel then the angle between them will be zero so cos we know that cos zero is one so a dot b will be equal to a b cos zero degree equals to a b into one equals to a b for parallel what if they're anti-parallel a dot b equals to a b cos 180 degree we know that cos 180 is minus one so that will be equal to minus a b if their vectors are anti-parallel scalar product of a vector with itself is equal to the square of its magnitude that is if a dot a equals to a into a cos 0 degree why 0 degree because the angle between the two vectors is 0 because it is the same vector so cos 0 is 1 so a into a will be a square scalar product of orthogonal unit vectors i dot i equals to j dot j equals to k dot k equals to 1 i dot j equals to j dot k equals to k dot i equals to 0 the last comes the scalar product in Cartesian coordinates a dot b equals to axi plus ayj plus azk dot bxi plus byj plus bzk next we'll be talking about the vector or cross product of two vectors vector product or cross product here the formula is a cross b equals to ab sin theta the dot or scalar product is a dot b equals to ab cos theta whereas the cross product is a cross b equals to ab sin theta now the properties of vector product vector product is not commutative but it is distributive now if the two vectors are parallel then a cross b equals to ab sine 0 degree because if they are parallel the angle between the two vectors is 0 and we know the sine 0 is 0 so a cross b will be 0 vector product of any vector with itself is 0 because a cross a equals to a a sine 0 degree and sine 0 is 0 vector product of orthogonal unit vectors i cross i j cross j k cross k all these are equal to 0 and i cross j equals to k j cross k equals to i k cross i equals to j so vector product in cartesian coordinates a cross b will be equal to axi plus ayj plus azk cross bxi plus byj plus bzk and this should be solved using the determinant method so this was all for today and i hope it was interesting and helpful and i request you all to please put down your suggestions in the form of voice note so that i can improvise on my further topics thank you